This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hello guys, welcome back to On Point. It's so nice to be back talking to you guys. Any updates? Let me think. Well, we supposedly had a hurricane yesterday, Hurricane Hillary, um, which natural disasters like that in the news and everything that they say about things like that, they always spook me and I try to stay calm and I know half the time they like it's never as dramatic as it seems to be, but like I also thought that with COVID and then look what happened. So now I'm a little bit more, you know, aware, but I did have a feeling this was going to be like, okay, some rain and we're going to be fine, which it was and everything is great and fine and we survived. And it was honestly kind of nice to have a little rainy day inside and it was a Sunday, so it was perfect. But that happened this weekend. That's kind of all. I don't really have many up updates for you, just the same old, but today on the pod, we are going to be talking about a TikTok trend that I have seen in the past that it's kind of perfect because there's a lot of topics in this trend that I've been wanting to talk about on here, but they're not like enough to fill a full episode. So basically, there's a TikTok trend where girls or boys go and comment on this like list of relationship rules so they include like sharing locations knowing passwords posting each other like all these things and each person comments on what they think about each topic and I've watched and I've learned and I've like seen and obviously I've already talked so many times on this podcast about how I think TikTok can be so toxic with stuff like that because at the end of the day, every single person is different. Every relationship is different. And I think it's crazy to like generalize in one and be like, if you like, I actually did a TikTok the other day about this because there, this girl made a video and was like, oh, if you think he's cheating, he probably is. If you think this, he probably is. And I'm like, that could be true for you. And I'm, that's great. You know, if you have that great of a intuition, but for me, I'm the most OCD overthinking person I know and 
you know, I think he's cheating every two seconds. Or I think, like, I, I said this in the TikTok. I was like, oh, my mom didn't answer my text for five minutes. Like, and to me, that means, oh, she got in a crash. And oh, my God, like, I'll overthink this story. And that's like a gut feeling to me. Or my friend won't answer me for five minutes. And I'm like, she's mad at me. What did I say? Did I say anything bad about her? Like, I'll freak out. And I have this feeling. But it's never true. So I'm like, no. You know, if you think he's cheating, he's not always cheating. <laughs> I do not agree with that one. But there's just so many TikToks like that. And I think this trend can also be that. But I wanted to comment on it on my own and just kind of go through the list and give my opinion on it. Obviously, this is catered towards me and it's not for everybody. You know, everyone has their own rules in a relationship, own thoughts on these things. But this is mine. And just take it with a grain of salt so the first one that's pretty big is sharing locations so I've shared locations with every partner that I've been with my first boyfriend I did um and my current relationship I used to share locations and if you would have asked me this question a year ago I would have been like absolutely you should share your locations and whatever it's about safety you know like if I'm going out and driving like I need I want him to know where I am no I'm sorry I've come to the conclusion that sharing locations is toxic and it's not something that needs to happen you should share your location with your mom or your best friend or whatever but I just don't think it's healthy for partners to have each other's locations you know when it comes to my first relationship that I talk about, I genuinely don't remember how I felt in that. Like, I think I blacked out all those years. I don't know why. I just don't remember that relationship. But in my current relationship, we shared locations from the beginning because I just thought, you know, that's a normal thing in a relationship. And, you know, at the beginning, you're obviously feeling a little bit insecure. Things aren't so, like, locked in yet. You, you know, you're building that trust. So I think for me getting the location was more a thing of like yay now I can really like know where he is and clock him if he's lying instead of being like oh I just want to know he's safe type thing or you know vice versa it was mostly like if he doesn't answer me oh my god I get to look at his location and and know where he is and if he's cheating on me I'll know you know I'm an obsessive person so if my partner isn't answering the phone and I look at their location and they're not home. I caught myself so many times making up stories, which is something I already do. So having a location on top of it just isn't healthy for me. I will be like, oh my God, he's at the gas station and he's not answering my calls. He's with a girl and they're getting snacks and they're going to the movies. And maybe this is the location he thinks he won't get caught. Like I'll literally make up these stories in my head. And then in reality, he was literally just, you know, at the gas station pumping gas. Like this has happened multiple times to me where I overthink a story and it's derived from seeing their location. And, you know, a lot of the times in my life when I think about problems and answers to those problems, I try to think about us back in the day coming to earth <laughs> and experiencing this like humane experience of being on earth and what is natural to us and what isn't and I think obviously our society and the world we're in now just isn't 
whatever the creator, this is getting really deep and, you know, I don't even know where this is going, but whoever the creator of this earth is did not intend for humans to become this smart and create this much technology and create social media and all of this. Like, I genuinely don't think that was whatever the intention of whatever is. Like, I don't think they thought we were that smart. Do you know what I mean? So I don't think, well, I know our nervous systems aren't built for social media or the constant dopamine hits that we're getting in this current day and age. And that's why we have such a rise in mental illness. That's why I think a lot of my problems are escalated. Like if I genuinely wanted to have a good life right now, I would probably disconnect from the internet completely and go live on a farm and actually see what life's about. But, you know, in reality, that's just not what can happen because social media is a thing now and you know we have more technology which can be a great thing it's not always a negative thing but it's just not the world that I live in it's not the world we live in and you know now it's up to us to try to find a way to have it in a healthy way you know what I mean but That being said, I do try when I have a problem to think about, okay, what is the human experience telling me to do? (laughs) And let me tell you, I don't think it's healthy to have someone's location and know their whereabouts 24-7. I think it's an invasion of privacy. I think it's not natural. It's not humane. It adds a whole other level of... I don't know. I just think having each other's location is a sign of a lack of trust more than it is to not have it. Do you know what I mean? Like, I don't think that I am owed someone's literal whereabouts 24-7 of their life. And I don't even think that with my really close friends. Like, I used to share my locations with so many people and you know, it would always bite me in the ass in a way. Like friends would know exactly where I am 24-7. I don't think that's natural. I don't think that's what we should be doing, you know? Think about us back in the days or the cavemen or like medieval times. You don't know each other's locations at all times. It's not a healthy way of living. And my perspective on this has completely changed because I just dealt with such a negative response to it and then talking to a lot of my friends and like my sister who's very anti-sharing locations it just had me realize like it's not a normal natural thing and for me it's just not healthy and it can, maybe it is like maybe there's couples that can be like literally never checking it unless they're in danger or whatever but I for me it's just not it's not healthy for me I don't think it's I don't think it's part of a relationship to to have each other's locations 24-7. I don't think that's part of the rules of a relationship. And that's my personal opinion. And you can have a totally different one and that's fine. But I don't think I'll ever be in a place where I want to share my location with my partner again. Just because I had such a bad experience with it. And I just don't think it's humane to have each other's locations. I just don't. 
it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Next thing on this list is partying. (laughs) Um... So watching these TikToks and seeing girls comment on it, they're like, no, if we're going, if you're going to a party, like I'm going with you. Or they're like, oh, yeah, if you're going to a party, like just keep me updated and whatever. This is weird because I've never been in a relationship where either of us are partiers necessarily. Like, I know that never has to be a worry for me. Like, I maybe go to four parties in a year that are, like, actual rager parties. Like, I normally go to, like, little birthday dinners. <laughs> so that's not a problem. And I know it's a big problem in a lot of relationships and people that go out and go to bars and clubs and stuff. And, like, I am lucky and happy that I don't have to deal with that because, again, I'm massively... OCD and anxious and I have relationship OCD so it's just not something that seems (laughs) like I need I do not need that other layer so I you know I feel for you guys that have to deal with that but I have to deal with something totally different in my current relationship which is that he is a public figure he goes on tour he's an artist and it is not a humane experience to sit at home while the person you love is literally touring the world with thousands of girls and boys looking and coming just for him. Literally all just obsessed coming just for him to look at him and in love with him. Like that's not a humane experience to have your partner be loved by so many other people. Do you know what I mean? So I have had to give myself a lot of grace in that way. I've had to learn the hard way in a lot of ways because I will go to my friends for relationship advice or complain about things and they'll be like, oh, well, that's just not okay. And for me, it it is different. Do you know what I mean? Like there's some things that a lot of people in normal relationships can't understand. You know what I mean? Whether it be like being pictured with another girl celebrity having to be in a session all day with another girl singer whatever like there's so many things that in a normal like relationship with people that aren't necessarily in the public eye wouldn't be okay do you know what I mean so that's a whole nother layer that I've had to work through and still constantly work through and any girl that has a boyfriend or whatever in the public eye will tell you probably the same thing and if they don't they're lying because it's just not a humane experience and there's obviously going to come with distrust and you know things like that because it's just so statistically a thing that happens you know so it's been hard for me to deal with and it's been hard for me to work through 
but I have a therapist that I talk to about it and whatever. So I think when it comes to your significant other going out to parties, you just have to trust. You know what I mean? I think it's a different story if they're going to a smaller function where there's someone there that like they used to date or whatever. It just it's all about communication. And at the end of the day, you can't keep someone from going and doing something. You just have to trust with your whole heart. And I know, God, I literally hate this advice because I don't want to take it myself. And I'll do anything. Like I was watching the Shay Mitchell podcast with Call Her Daddy and they were talking about how Shay Mitchell's um, partner goes on tour with Drake and, you know, Alex was asking her, about how she deals with, you know, sitting at home and distrust and whatever. And as much as I love what Shay Mitchell said, there were a lot of things where I was like, okay, well, that's just not the reality of the situation. But she was saying, like, I could sit there and I could stalk the venue and see what girls are there and, you know, call him a million times. But that's not going to stop him from cheating if that's what he wants to do or if that's what you're like worry is it's not going to stop him you're just putting yourself through hell the only thing you can really do is trust because you're not going to stop him from doing anything if he want if that's his intention of what he wants to do which is the hardest realization ever and I know it sucks but it's true like (laughs) you just have to trust that the truth will come to you and if he's going to a party let him go do his thing do you know what I mean like if you This is what I found, too, with relationships is like if you are so supportive in him having his own life without you and like wanting him to have fun, he is going to love and respect you so much more when you are like, oh, my God, I don't want you to go to this. And like, you know, this is oh, my God, I would do this all the time when he would have to go on trips or something without me. I would make it all about me and I would get depressed and I would be like, oh, well, you're just going to go talk to these girls and you're just gonna go da, 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 da. and I would already like put it all in his mind of like you're just gonna fuck up but when I did that every time they just get so pushed away and they feel so uncomfortable that they don't want to talk to you they don't want to keep you updated and overall I just don't think it's natural to be in a relationship that is so super controlling each one of you to have a healthy relationship you have to have your own level of freedom and your own level of like different experiences you know what I mean for the longevity of your relationship and this is something I had to learn and it's so hard I'm not judging you guys but I'm like telling you right now the more clingy and latched on and like controlling you are of your partner the more pushed away they're going to feel and I know it for myself like when I feel controlled over a situation or like there's rules placed when I go out or this or that which I've dealt with in the past like before I just feel so I resent my partner I'm over it I'm pushed away I'm just like if you had just sat there and been like have the best time I love you I trust you and I can't wait to see you when you're home like I would genuinely have a feeling of going out and being so grateful for that and probably missing them so much and just can't wait to get home to them. Do you know what I mean? But if it were the opposite way around, it's pushing me away more when they're clinging on in that way and being controlling of a situation, which is just human nature. It's like how it works. 
So that's my thing about parties. I think obviously with everything, communication is key. Like if my boyfriend was saying I'm going to a party tonight, which, you know, if he's going to a party, it's probably for a work event or something. But if he were like, I'm going to a party, I'd be like, okay, just please text me when you leave. Keep me updated. You know, call me once you get home. And that's about it. Like, obviously, tell me if there's anything I need to know that happened at this party or whatever. But other than that, like, what what am I going to do? Do you know what I mean? Like, it's obviously not the best feeling in the world, but I would want that same grace back if I chose to go to a party. Do you know what I mean? Like, I just think it all comes down to trust, which I know sucks because I know for me, With my OCD and my overthinking, it's really, really hard for me to trust any partner that I'm with just because I have major relationship OCD and I make my brain believe things that aren't happening. But once you learn that tool and you understand, like the more you give each other that freedom and less control with each other, the way healthier relationship is going to be and the more connection you guys are going to have because you're going to be like, wow, I feel so trusted by my partner, like they know I'm a good person and that makes me feel like a better person and it's just overall just a way better experience do you know what I mean so that's my outlook on that like I do think you know if you're in a relationship I would never date a guy that was going to clubs going to clubs every weekend it's just not something I would do like I don't necessarily agree with the fact that like people are like oh if you're going clubbing you're going to find you know a partner or like to have sex or like it's you're only going out if you're single like I don't think that's necessarily true I think a lot of people just go out because they want to have fun at least that's how I used to see it like when I was single I wasn't going out being like "Mm, I'm gonna meet some cute boys tonight like I was just well first of all I hated going out ever but I if I went to a club now it'd be like oh I want to go and have fun and dance but I don't know I don't think it's necessary to But also every relationship is so different. Every person is so different. Some people can be the most trusting people on earth, but love to go to the club every weekend. And that's fine too. So I'm not going to give you a generalized rule. I'm just telling you what works for me and what doesn't work for me. So I think it all boils down to trust, you know, and if you look at relationships that are like people in their 40s or 50s or whatever, or 30s even, it's like, People, they do what they want to do. There's no control. Like, there just never should be a control. Like, people should have agency and freedom over their life to choose whatever they actually genuinely want to do. Obviously, with the respect of their partner, if they choose to be in a relationship. And if you have, let's say you have those rules and you're like, you know what? For me and my life and my brain, I don't want you to go to clubs without me and I don't want this. And that's fine. But then you have to choose your partner wisely and choose someone that's okay with that. And... You know, if you lay it all down and they don't agree with that or they like cross those boundaries, then that's not the partner for you. And that's fine. Do you know what I mean? So each person is so widely different. I think as long as you guys have a common understanding, then it's okay. But that's my opinion on like partying, I guess. Let's see what's next on this little evil list. Lying. (laughs) I mean... That one's pretty self-explanatory. I don't think you should lie in relationships. I think it obviously happens. Um, I've definitely lied to my partner in the past 
And in my current relationship, I recently had a little white lie that I did. And it turned into a major thing and a major argument because I shouldn't have done that. It was something so stupid. So, so stupid. But it just kind of turned into something. And I was like, you know what? Honesty is the best policy (laughs) in all in all. Do you know what I mean? Like, as hard as honesty can be sometimes... I know for me, I hate being confrontational. I hate sometimes letting people down. I'm a people pleaser to the max. So I do find myself often saying little white lies that I think will mean nothing, but I think that stuff adds up. Do you know what I mean? If you live your life in an honest way at all times, you're going to feel so much more free. And I know you might be letting other people down or you might hurt other people's feelings, but I think if you're honest, you're going to have so much more good good karma. You're going to feel better about yourself inside and out. And also, as even if it does hurt the other person or it's something they don't want to hear, I mean, honesty, that's, that's what they want secretly. You know, everyone wants honesty. I want you to tell me if I have salad in my teeth and I want, like, I think honesty is the best. <laughs> I had a brain fart at the end there, but honesty is the best, girls. <laughs> I don't know. That one's kind of a weird one for me. Friends that are girls. Ugh, this is a hard one too. Um, I think it kind of goes hand in hand with the clubbing thing in a way that like it is situational. You know, there's some people that have childhood best friends and you hear the stories all the time of like it was his girl best friend that he ended up dating afterwards and you know there's obviously those horror stories out there but I think it all boils down to you and what you're willing to accept and and be okay with I think for me if my partner had a well first of all he doesn't really have any like friends necessarily that are girls and I was also my partner's best friend for a year before we started dating so this is a really bad example (laughs) because it turned into something more but it also depends on the person I think childhood best friends people that you grew up with that are the opposite sex they should be left out of the equation I don't think it's fair to be like you can't hang out with them anymore you know do I think that you need to be friends with an ex absolutely not absolutely not at least I wouldn't be okay with that some people are and that could be fine but again it's all so situational I don't know if I would be the most comfortable with my boyfriend having friends that are girls, but again, it all boils down to trust. And, you know, if he is going to do that, he's going to find a way to do that regardless. So I know it sucks so much, but if you just like let go and let everything happen the way it's supposed to happen... And let's say absolutely nothing happens and he loves you and all of those things. He goes out clubbing. He has a girl best friend. He, you know, whatever. You don't have his location, but he's not answering you. The more you deal with situations like that and he proves you right, that's how trust is built. So I think if you already are like setting yourself up in a way of like, well, I have his location and I have this and I have this. You're never going to really build that trust because you have like this whole log of what he does and what happens in his life which I don't think is healthy I think that's the point of building trust is like knowing that they're they can be mysterious they can have their own life but you trust that they know what they're doing and they're not going to hurt you and you have a like level of respect so I think if you have a location and you 
tell him you he can't go out partying or whatever and all this like you're just setting yourself up for failure you're setting yourself up to never trust him a day in your life you know the more you put yourself in those types of situations the more trust is built and they're then and they're forth or whatever the saying is <laughs> okay the next one on this list is smoking which is interesting i guess that falls under a rule well i can i can actually talk about this because again I'll say it for the millionth time. I have been a really goody two-shoes my whole life. And in high school, I never drank once. I think till my senior year did I try alcohol. I've still never gotten blackout drunk. I've never thrown up from alcohol. I've never done a drug in my life except for smoke weed. Like, I am a goody two-shoes in that sense. So when it came to having my first boyfriend right out of high school when I was 18, where I've barely even tried alcohol, I think I've never even been drunk at that point, he was kind of a club party kind of vibe guy. And with me, he obviously chilled down. But something that he did do at the time was Juul, which Juuls were like a big thing at the time. So vaping, nicotine. And I had such a problem with it. I hated it. I was like, it's so unattractive. The second you wake up, you're hitting this device and like, oh my God, there was one time during sex that like he had hit it and I was like, fuck this. And also it just caused so much stress. I'm like, he had to charge his jewel. And if you didn't have pods, it was the end of the world. And like, I hated living. It was almost like I had an addiction too, because I hated living. Like he couldn't just live his life day to day. He had to live according to this device that would literally keep him going and if he didn't have it he was irritable and then he tried to quit so many times because I really wanted him to and I hated it and he hated it it's not like people that genuinely smoke or vape want to do it it's just your body becomes addicted to it and you become irritable and I get it whatever that's the same thing with me and like a bag of chips like I can't just open a bag of chips and have one like I have to have the whole thing so everyone has their addictions in different levels but I hated the fact that he vaped and we had such fights about it. I remember like he would say he's quitting and I remember, oh my God, I was so fucked up at the time. I remember giving him like ultimatums being like, I'm breaking up with you if you don't quit vaping. And this poor guy had to try so hard to stop vaping for me, which never works. Do you know what I mean? With any addiction in this world, whether it be the most intense drug addiction of all time or an addiction to like your phone or whatever nobody telling you to stop really is going to make you stop you have to believe it on your own and you have to make that decision and choice on your own so that's like rule number a million that I'm giving on this podcast but I would <laughs> I was like giving him ultimatums I remember one time he was lied he would lie to me he would like hide it in the bathroom and I would like look through the bathroom to find it and I would smell it on his breath and like I would th like oh my god there was this one time he was like I, I told him he could not do it around me while he was trying to quit. He could only hit it three times a day and he could not do it. I was so, I don't know how he was with me, honestly. I was so controlling now that I remember a little bit, but I was like, you can hit it three times a day and don't do it near me. So he would have to go out on drives to do it. <laughs> and he ended up never quitting it or he did for a little bit and then he was back on it, but it was such a thing in our relationship. And also... I never let him smoke weed. I was like, you cannot do that. And you're a different person around me and whatever. I've obviously chilled out on all of that. You know, my current boyfriend does have a nicotine addiction, which is 
very, very common out here in LA. I do not. And I have never had a nicotine addiction, which I'm very, very grateful for because I know if I did start that, I have such an addictive personality that I just wouldn't be able to stop. Um, smoke weed, I do. So I can't really comment on that. And he does. I kind of have a rule in a way of like, if it's daylight and it's the day and we're trying to like have a good time or we're going on a date or something, neither of us should be smoking weed or being high. Like there's certain moments in a relationship that I think you guys need to be present. But like if you're having a chill night at home and the other person smokes weed or whatever, like I don't think that is necessarily such a deal breaker or a problem. I think it's again situational and what you're willing to, I don't know, be okay with and not be okay with. For me, I'm okay with that as long as we're not going out and having a genuine like like date moment or whatever it's okay if someone does that so it's just situational again but ideally I would love if my partner quit vaping I really would and I know he wants to but it's again not something that is up to me and it's not something I would ever make an ultimatum again because that never worked (laughs) for me (laughs) I've also become way less controlling as a person like you guys I would I was gnarly. I was not fun to be with. Now I get it. Next one on this list is exes. For me, you know, I don't think you need to have any contact with your exes. Sorry. Like, I I wouldn't want to have contact with my exes if I was in a relationship, and I don't think that they should either. I think a little happy birthday text or a... Merry Christmas, whatever, I guess is fine. But, you know, I used to do that with my first ex every year. And then this year I was like, why the fuck? Like, if you looked at our text threads, it was so embarrassing. It was just like, happy birthday, this happy birthday, blah, blah. And then the next year, happy birthday. Like it was just happy birthday text. I'm like, this is so ridiculous and so such a formality. Like, I do not need to be doing this. It's fine. Again, It's situational. Maybe someone has an ex that like they never were really a thing and now they're just best friends or whatever. And and you're part of that. Do you know what I mean? So it's weird with exes. I don't know. I personally am not someone that's such a big fan on that. And I've had to ask all my partners to not talk to their exes at all. (laughs) So I'm anti that, but you never know. Next one on this list is tattoos, which I don't get. Does that mean like you can't let each other get tattoos? I think what this means is like matching tattoos. Uh, Listen, I've been there where I've been like, oh, let's just get a matching tattoo, whatever. We'll be together forever. And obviously you don't think that far ahead and you live in the moment, which, you know, anything that involves living in the present, I'm all for. And at the end of the day, tattoos are removable and you can cover them up and whatever. But I would say just don't, you know, I feel like there's a curse low key of like people that get matching tattoos and then break up eventually. Like, I guess if you're married, when I'm married, I'd get a matching tattoo, but I would not get one now. I think... I'm just also such an obsessive person that when I break up with someone, I look at everything and I'm like, oh my God, that song was our song one time or, oh my God, that 
one shirt I wore that one night and whatever. So I like hold memories to things. So having something permanent on my body, I think I would freak the fuck out. (laughs) I would literally freak the fuck out if I got a matching tattoo and then ended up breaking up with someone. So not something I would be doing. Definitely thought about it. Definitely came to a better decision on it. So if you're married and whatever, do it. Next thing is car door. (laughs) Okay, I mean, I guess I think they should do it sometimes, but not every time. Like, my boyfriend will open up my car door sometimes, sometimes not, which I like. And I like it that way. Honestly, if if he did it every time, I don't know. I just feel like it's so ancient. It's not a deal breaker for me. I'm sorry. I don't look at a guy that opens a car door and be like, oh, wow, he's a... 10 out of 10 man like obviously that's really sweet and great but I can also open it on my own and I don't really care so yeah he could do it sometimes but it's not like a make or break for me (laughs) at all at all okay next on this list is passwords I absolutely do not think that you should have each other's passwords at all I think your phone is something that is so private and there's so much that goes on in there. It's everyday conversations with people, pictures, whatever, your notes app. Like you should have something that's so privately your own. I feel like it's the same thing with locations. It's just not something that should be done. And I think regardless, you know, I've gone through people's phone and there's always going to be something you don't like on there. It's not going to be blatantly cheating, but there's always going to be something you're not a fan of and you're not going to like. I just don't think you need to share passwords. I think there's some things that you need to hold private and you need to have a certain level of of privacy in a relationship. And I think passwords are a part of that. My partner does not have my password. I do not have his. And I do not want it. Never give me that shit. Because if I had that, I'll tell you right now, I would not trust myself with that. (laughs) And I would definitely find stuff I don't want to see. Like, regardless you know, I've done this before where I went into a partner's like iPad and I went back into their photos from like five years ago and saw pictures of their ex and I was sad for the next week. Like it's just not stuff that you need to see. It's like your phone holds so many memories and so much stuff that just like I don't think that's something that needs to be opened up to anyone else in the world. I think it's your private little thing. It's almost like a little diary, you know. So no, I do not think you should share passwords. Okay, last thing on here that I'm going to comment on that is very controversial is posting each other on social media. This is a really tough one for me because I have struggled with this this past year because it's just, it's a really hard situation because I want to be that person that's like, it should mean nothing. You don't need to post each other on social media. Just focus on your relationship. It's not something that everyone else needs to see for you to have validation, you know. But at the end of the day, we do live in a day and age where social media is so a part of our lives that it's hard to not want that. Do you know what I mean? Every urge that I've had to tell my partner to post me on social media has never been because I feel like it would make me feel better. Or, I mean, no, the only reason I would want my partner to post me on social media, every intention that I've had this past year has been like, oh, I want everyone else to see that this is official. I want everyone else to see that you actually treat me and love me the way that you do. And the fact that that all boils down to social media and that's where I would get that validation from, 
is no good you know like I wouldn't want that feeling but at the end of the day it is such a big part of our lives and I understand the need and the want of wanting to be showed off by your partner and that's another thing like it is a humane experience if you look at animals or like penguins or whatever like couples are so proud of their partner do you know what I mean I feel like men just male animals love to show off their their female and their woman so I think it is in a way a humane experience to want to show off your partner and I think that would be what it is for me posting my partner on social media would be like I want people to see but you know what for me it's really hard because my job is literally to share my life on the internet so there's very few things that you guys don't know about me but this relationship that I have been in has been very private also because he is a public figure and I want to respect his image and whatever. We've had this conversation multiple times. And as much as I would absolutely love to just be all over his Instagram and all over. And it would make me feel probably so good. And I think another thing is a lot of people probably think he's not trustworthy because he is in the public eye or that he is an artist or like the type of artist he is. So I think it would give me validation. But that's that's not good. Like I should just know that within myself focus on our relationship. I know that he's not someone that likes to show too much of his private life. And I also know his Instagram is his business. It's his brand. So again, it's so particular to the relationship. But at the end of the day, social media is a part of our lives. And it literally, for me, is my job to share my life. So it has been kind of hard to separate the two. But then I can do it in situations like this where I'm kind of talking about it, talking about my experience personally, but I'm not going to go into the details and the tea of our relationship. Do you know what I mean? So I think posting each other is hard. I don't think it's a make or break. And I don't think it's going to be like, if he doesn't post you, it means he's hiding you and he wants to talk to other girls. Like, I just don't think that's like a generalization that can be said. I think Again, it's so particular and different. But if it's a real problem for you, then find a new partner. Do you know what I mean? Like something that you guys just have to talk about, have to find a solution to. And if he says no, but you're still in that relationship and it really bothers you, then that's on you. Do you know what I mean? So I don't know. (laughs) It's hard. I would love to be posted on social media, but I also know for me being in the public eye, or being an influencer or whatever like public relationships and public breakups and all that just does not sound like a fun experience or anything that I could go through I just I comment enough in my brain about my relationship daily that the last thing I need is to open it up to the entire world and have them comment on it so (laughs) that's my point of view with that I'm going to sign off those are my relationship rules my opinions take it with a grain of salt because everyone else is different everything is preference just as long as you and your partner are on the same page I think you can't go wrong maybe you're in a relationship where you have every single location and text and password in the world and you guys are so happy and that's fine too but I'm someone that values my privacy in my own life I'm very independent so I think it's for me way healthier in a relationship to have that separation And that's kind of the gist of this podcast. I love you guys so much. Please message me on Instagram things you would want me to talk about on here because it's so much fun. And I love you guys so much. Bye.